It is Tuesday, December 19th. Obviously, Tuesday is everyone's favorite day of the week. We all know why. Another First Step Podcast. Uh, before we get into it, I want to talk about a small goal we had for episode two. We wanted to get 10 listeners. We ended up getting 16, so we crushed it. Um, also, that's a big thank you to you guys because without you taking time out of your day, I don't get to talk about you know this goal. Uh, so thank you guys once again. And Christmas is right around the corner. This will be the last podcast before the holidays and Christmas hits. The next one will be August 26th. So that's the end of Christmas. So I just want to say happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all you guys. Uh, Travel safe. Hopefully you guys all have a place to go. So getting into episode three, I wanted to talk about pressure and the added pressure we put on ourselves. Pressure is one of those weird things because it's, it's more of a feeling than it is anything else. It's something that we build up in our minds. Uh, obviously, it's usually something that we really want in our lives, a goal, a dream, an aspiration. And, you know, when you're going after it, you put all these things into your head because you don't want to fail. You don't want to let others down. You don't want to look bad in other people's eyes. There's just a number of things that probably go through your head when you're you're going for something. But I, I'd say the biggest one is failure. Um, for me, pressure also... You know, there's that saying, pressure bust pipes. And, you know, I busted my pipes. Uh, I don't take that as an actual reference, but uh, I definitely busted my pipes. And that's another type of pressure that an individual can put on themselves. And, you know, it, it can take you down into some dark, murky waters. And, um, you know, it's just another form of pressure that sometimes you don't even realize is going on. You don't feel like you're pressured. You're in a pressure situation. But one day you wake up and you're like, fuck, how did I get here? How am I so far away from the person I am or I was or, you know, the direction I was trying to go? Um, so for me, where I got it from, too, is I've been thinking about pressure a lot, honestly. Um, it, it's always, like I said, something big that's in everyone's lives. But I was watching uh, Finding Forrester this weekend and... There was two big quotes in the movie that I think spoke a lot to the pressures that I feel and the pressure that I put um, on myself. So I'll, I'll just go in order. So this quote is, The rest of those who have gone before us cannot steady the unrest of those to follow. And when I heard it, I mean, that spoke so much to myself and the type of pressure that I put on myself. And... Um, you know, all of mine is I don't want to fail anybody. And even taking it bigger, I talked about in episode one um, about coaching basketball and losing one of our, our players at Thunderbolt High School. And that's, I think, where most of that pressure comes from. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it, but I'll talk about him a little bit. He was an amazing kid, one of those kids with just an electric personality, um, just you're the nicest kid in the world. Obviously, he had his core group of friends, his best friends, but he never discriminated against anybody else, judged anybody else that maybe someone in his group was um, picking on. He was just, you know, the nicest. And he could walk into a room and, you know, put a smile on everyone's face. And if you're having the worst day, even, he's going to put a smile on your face. He was just that type of kid. He was just a rare breed. And then speaking to the athlete in him, he was the most committed um, individual that I've ever seen, that I've ever been around, been able to coach anything. I mean, he was one of those kids that, you know, you talk about opportunity meeting preparation, and he was one of those kids that over-prepared, and that's why he, when the opportunity came to deliver, he crushed out of the park every single time. He was never nervous. Um, he had that ice in his veins, and, you know, he was always, um, 
stepped up to the plate. So just speaking on both levels of who he was, I think that I probably learned a lot more from him than he learned from me, which is odd because I'm the one that's supposed to be teaching him how to be a basketball player as well as teaching him how to grow up to be a young man. And, you know, having the reverse effect is is kind of a weird thing. But he passed away on March 3rd, uh, 2011. And, you know, we were at the funeral. It wasn't the funeral. It was the viewing. So, obviously, we all get to see him for kind of the last time before we bury him. And you're going through the line and you're giving your condolences to the family and the brother. And I just remember hugging the brother. And the brother, you know, brought me in and started whispering to my ear. He said, sorry, this is going to be a commercial break right here. So I don't know how much of that you heard, but yeah. So the, when I was giving my condolences to the brother, he hugs me and, you know, he brings me in and he starts whispering in my ear. He said he wanted to be just like you. And at the time, I really paid it no mind. Of course I did. I mean, of course I paid it mind, but it was really weird timing because there was so much going on with the kids that we still had to look after and try to hold their emotions at bay. So I really didn't get a time to process it. And for how fast everything was moving, I really didn't think about it too much. Um, fast forward a few years, I came out with a book called The Victorious Failure. And basically what that book was talking about was looking at all the opportunities I, I had as a person. And I've had a number of different opportunities that are, have been amazing. And uh, in some sense, I don't even know how I got a chance to do some of these things, but you know, it was breaking down how, I, you know, I pointed the finger in each one of those situations. And it was just kind of me taking my blame back. Like, I understand why I failed at this. I understand it was my fault and I should not direct that, um, point that blame anywhere else. So, but at the very beginning, I also had a big section on this basketball player and I remember sending it to his brother just because I think I was looking honestly for him to to tell me no that didn't happen or yeah I don't remember it like that like I was looking for him to take that away from me um you know I I kind of didn't want it and uh, you know a big reason is is that's a lot of pressure on an individual because that's where that quote kind of comes into play is the unrest of others you know when people die you just hope that they're at ease when they do it um you hope that they don't feel a lot of pain and they hope they're just resting easy now the unrest of the others that are still here that is a big portion on me you know i look at the kid and i break him down just him as a person and him as an individual and how many great things he was going to do and then i look at you know he had a, a espn small documentary on him um, he was basically the team and him were nominated for an SB award, which we all got to go out there. So there was a, so many things that, you know, were bittersweet, but were brought on because of him. I mean, his, his mother is, his, you know, single-handedly put a defibrillator in every single school in Michigan almost. And she's done amazing work. And, you know, all this, like I said, is bittersweet, but it came from him. And, you know, I have to look at that at the end of the day and, and just kind of like, fuck, like, what the hell did he see in me? Like, look how amazing he was. And, you know, I kind of looked at myself as, you know, like, not a piece of shit, but like, how the fuck do I ever surpass this? How do I 
you know, try to, to push on and do what he wanted, what he saw for me or he saw for us or he saw in me. You know, there's a number of different ways I looked at it. And then I, I you know, once you open up that Pandora's box, your thoughts go a lot of places. And the next thing I started to look at was, you know, how much of a support system that I had personally. And, you know, I'm like I said, we're a small high school. I think I graduated with like 50 kids. I think the graduating class is anywhere from like now 70 to like 100 kids. So, you know, we're growing a little bit. But we're still a very small town. And if anyone knows small towns, they're kind of like those places that are big families. Um, everyone knows everyone's business. There's definitely some drama, some politics. And sometimes there could be a lot of hate geared your way for a little bit just because you guys are so close and I can say that I never experienced that as a person um everyone was always fully behind me I had a great family I had great coaches I had um, people that were definitely in my corner other families that we weren't really friends with but somehow I became a part of their family um you know I was decently good at basketball so I got to play with a lot of the older guys and a lot of guys that used to play at Fennel that were really good and you know, they kind of took me under their wing and um, I became, you know, I had a lot of brother figures too. I mean, I never had a brother. I had two sisters, but, you know, that brought a lot of brotherly figures into my life. And, you know, even after I got out of coaching and I disappeared for a little bit from Michigan, I still had people DMing me on Facebook and stuff saying that they're praying for me, hoping, uh, wishing the best and really heartfelt messages. And, you know, that kind of put even more pressure on myself or I put that pressure on myself. So I kind of just compounded the pressure and, you know, instead of just him, I was failing. I was now failing all these people that, you know, the kids that had looked up to me, the kids I coached, uh, the people that have been in my corner the whole way, you know, when I started my businesses and I consistently failed, I stopped taking it as learning experiences. And now I started thinking of, you know, just constantly failing these people. Um, and failing myself too. I mean, you still got to look at that at the end of the day. And then I started looking at my current situation and, you know, I was just l working at restaurants. I had not graduated from college and I look at, you know, one of the guys that we worked with, he was like 50 years old and you realize you're like, man, could I, could I fucking be that guy one day? Like, is that someone that I could really see myself being? And unfortunately that was the reality of it for a good four or five years. I just, you know, wanted to erase the person that I was that people looked at as giving them any expectations or being that person that a lot of people looked at as being able to do something with their lives. I just wanted to totally erase that person. And I did really well at it. I mean, like I said, when you're drinking for four or five years, um, there's not too many people that will have that faith in you anymore because you just start lying and you know, there's a lot of bullshit that comes along with it. And I wasn't the best person. But at the end of the day, that pressure that I put on myself, you know, made me make the decisions that I made. And unfortunately, like I said, that pressure, you know, busted my pipes and it made me um, completely forget about who I was as a person. So, you know, wrapping it up, all I can, you know, kind of say is when you're faced with pressure or you're in a pressure situation your fucking time is your time man just step man or woman obviously you might get in trouble for that but 
just step back and look at the situation. Why am I feeling this pressure? Should this pressure even be here? You know, what about this is making me feel like this is pressure? And just look at it from all different sides and realize at the end of the day that everything is a learning curve. I mean, no one fucking gets it right off the bat and there's no reason to add any more pressure to something that you really want you want to really go after so i'll leave you with that and thank you guys very much for listening once again merry christmas happy holidays and uh yeah that's episode three